I just do it so I can hear how we sound. Uh, yeah. You, you could just tell me if I need to. If you want yeah. to do the NPR thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, it's re- really fascinating. I mean, like straight bluegrass kind of is all, that's where Jerry kind of you know taught himself how to play, learned how to play, and playing bluegrass. Uh, and then yeah, he's doing all that kind of stuff, and uh, you know had mom's mexican so maybe there was a little bit of latin music in there but then lsd and it just mm. all took a turn uh, anyway um there's a like i said it's a six part deal oh wow um and they're all like an hour ish uh-huh. um and jerry like he gets clean and he he reconnects with his high school sweetheart who they at 15 eight somewhere in there they were just like wildly in love and oh. so they like life renewed their like deep sea diving really? involved in hawaii like all this stuff and he's How like was he sober? well for a little bit uh-huh. and and he was like i i feel so alive again that i really need to get some people around me and start recording music again she's like fucking do it man mm-hmm. so eventually the band's back together and touring and there's a there's a scene she's like i mean they put her there for this shot but she's like backstage at a venue and you can see all the like all those big black and silver totes that equipment on wheels you know and she's so she's sitting amongst a whole bunch of those and she's telling the story about like being after a show or backstage talking to one of the bandmates and like one of them's like, or maybe a, a sound guy or yeah. roadie. And all of a sudden he goes, you do know he's using again. Right. Oh. And she was like, they got, on, got that on camera. So that, I mean, I mean there, she's the interviewers talking, she's telling the story. Mm. It's not like actual footage. Oh, okay. That, okay. So anyway, they yeah. go back to their hotel room, and she's like, um, I, you know, I love you, and uh, I want nothing for you to be happy. I'm not going to tell you to, that I want you to stop using. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. I just want you to be honest with me. And she goes, and he, he like kind of sat up in his chair a little bit, and she's like, I could feel the room getting colder like as the seconds went by that he was staring at me. And he just goes... I think it's time for you to leave now. Mm. And that yeah. was it. Their relationship was over because wow. he wanted that smokable heroin mm. more than he wanted that love. Is that what he was into? Yeah. He so did, uh, allegedly mm-hmm. that and then tours were only in cities where he could, he knew it was oh. a surefire. Cause I guess you don't want to fly with that shit. I mean, yeah, I would imagine <laughs> that would be, yeah. It's, I think uh, being a, addict is uh i mean it's hard enough as it is but um but uh, to be an addict that addicted to something illegal would you know very illegal would be would be pretty tough yeah and i've heard some stories of some musicians talk about you know being hooked on on um physically addictive drugs on the road you know well that's this this whole thing the 60s dead 
66 through like 69 70 is is kind of like twain country-ish rock it's mm-hmm. not my for me it's mm-hmm. not my, but they were first of all they were just like so many of their nights and their show were just like just acid for everybody yeah and then <laughs> then they you know then they're like serious and growing and doing mm-hmm. all, they, so they and their crew uh would literally you know they have the wall the marshall wall of sound mm-hmm. i've I mean, heard about that massive 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 and so they would it would take them like most of the night like till four in the morning to break everything down load and then drive and then have to reset again and then break it i mean and they were yeah. just fucking not sleeping for days and partying mm. just like mm. i i was like getting uncomfortable look <laughs> thinking about you know you keep taking away rest yeah, from the body yeah, I mean, and eventually the body goes you know what that's about enough of that right yeah i can't imagine i mean i uh if i don't get my if i don't get six and a half or seven i'm i was it, just talking yeah. the other day like if i dip under five i'm not i'm nauseous uh, all day oh yeah yeah and um, cranky you know it used to be eight or nine was pretty great mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah and uh, it I still is it, i guess yeah it. i just uh I got. I think I feel like I have too much going on to to do that. I just, uh, you know, just got stuff to do. I think I did get nine one night recently, but wow. it was like all the stars had to it align. Was like from yeah, it was like from nine p.m. to seven <laughs> or something like that. Or yeah, yeah. I think. Did you wake up going? 30. Holy shit! I, I feel amazing. Yeah. yeah. I was like, when when I when I have those days where I have like nice dreams wake up doze back off for a while i'm like this is it takes me back you know this doesn't get much better yeah yeah that's the good stuff especially if you got a a lady next to you that loves you yeah oh yeah yeah it's uh, it's amazing uh Um, are you are you a rogan fan at all mm -mm, no i've mm -mm. i've brought this up one other time but uh, i mean i know why people i know why a lot of he's funny he's you know i appreciate a lot of his interests there's a there's a like a nine minute clip on youtube from when he had Danica Patrick on. Who's that? Danica Patrick? Yeah. You don't know who that is? Uh-uh. She be, was like f- super famous for being, I mean still is, for being like one of the first like NASCAR. Oh, NASCAR. Okay. Yeah. Uh and I think she, you know, they're taught they're just generally bullshitting about relationships and and she kind of turns it turns the dial a little bit and just straight up like what is it that men want? <laughs> and so he starts talking and then he's like, what about women? And so they, they, they I, I, I haven't seen it enough times to mm-hmm. like accurately summarize, but uh-huh. it's a really, really tender notion about like loving the person that you're with mm-hmm. and, and being open and truthful and listening and mm-hmm. just doing, doing stuff to, that supports them. And it, you know, takes me to this idea of waking up and and starting the day by asking your person like what can i do to support you today Mm. and you're just you know if you're really in that committed space and that that is i mean kind of like that eight hours of sleep doesn't doesn't get much better than that yeah there is nothing quite like having a real true trusting relationship i mean and uh, you know, I'm lucky enough to be, you know, kind of to have that right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, um, it's pretty amazing. Um, I mean, I have things going on in my life. I'm just like, I don't, 
know why I get to be married and have a great a daughter, a great stepdaughter, and you know, dogs, dogs, house, house. You know, I'm in the suburbs. You know, like you put because you uh, are putting out quality energy yeah, into I the guess, world, and you, know, you don't you don't always know when and yeah. how it comes back to you, but it comes back to you, right? Yeah. I mean, I always, you know, there's that expression that the dog, the sun shines on the dog's ass yes. sometimes. You know, that's yeah. that's kind of the thing that I will say. Um, but, uh, so, um, this <coughs> is Badass Records, episode 11. Badass, yeah. And Ian Gordy. Um, I famous. I, I mean, do you, ha- do you have a middle name? Uh, yeah, I have a few. Names. A few? Yeah. Okay. It's kind of funny, yeah. Um, so... If I name them all, which I don't know, it's kind of silly, but Ian Ross Farthing Trimble, the latest Gordy, the la- the latest, yeah. I took my wife's uh, name, um, her maiden name, um, the name that she had when I met her. Um, I put stuck that onto Gordy. So really, Ian Trimble Gordy is the simplest. Okay, but um, but were you were you born with multiple middle so names? So I was born uh, like when I was a kid. My middle name was Ross until I turned like 18 and I got like a, Ross was my grandfather's first name. Okay. Gordy, which is my always most, my last name, Gordy. How, right? how most I, people refer yeah, to you. Gordy, yeah. It's probably get it's that. go to. I'm you sure know, you've had a couple yeah. people over the years that are like, Ian, why yeah, is that yeah, guy calling you yeah, Ian? Yeah. <laughs> what's your first name, Gordy? That's, uh, <laughs> no, it's what's your last name, Gordy. That was, right, uh, right. What's your last name, Gordy? Um, but yeah, so anyway, yeah, Ross was my grandfather's name. Okay. Um, Gordy was my mother's last name. Farthing was my dad's last name. And when I turned 18 and got my a social security card or an old birth certificate, it said Farthing. So I kind of just went with that, I think, because maybe because I was wanting to have some, some, a name of my dad's. It, it, I yeah. probably knew this and forgot, but has he not been around yeah, for? Yeah, he died when I was. Um, Almost three, I think. Oh. Yeah, so he never was around. Were him and mom still? They were not. Okay. Okay. They were they were apart. Okay. They were never married, and they were not uh, together at that point. Um, I think it was pretty rocky and wild back then, in the seventies. I mean, I think I think that's probably accurate for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But no siblings. <clears throat> Only child. Pretty pretty rare pretty for spoiled. the the wild rockin' seventies. For <laughs> is it? Uh, I mean, it's I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Uh, maybe that that thing. You know, only child. You know. You, what about are it? you? One? No, I have three oh, okay. younger sisters. What do you What do you think when you hear only child? Uh, poor thing. Oh really? Uh-huh. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. Just because you don't think that spoil that you spoiled. That's what I always hear. No. Oh, spoiled. No, no, no. Oh, I I worry uh or I don't automatically go to worry, but I go mm. curious like how did you how did cuz that's in my mind that's where you learn your a lot of your first social skills. With your brothers and like, siblings. What yeah. you can get away with and what gets you in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how to share, how to yeah, love. Share. Yeah. Uh, how to kind of take care of if you're the older and then you go out into the world and have kindergarten and play dates and you kind of have a framework yeah but it's um, that's just up yeah. here I well, don't... no, i think i think you're i mean i you know the way i what see it is that you know there were 
there was a lot of loneliness, you know, because I was not only a lonely child, but um, I was also uh, had a single mom right. who went back to college when I was like in first grade. So, wow. Um, there was a lot of um, self-entertaining. Yep. Imaginary play. Sure. Uh, trying to play board games alone. Have you ever done that? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it sucks. I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know. But yeah, but the people, I feel like everybody's like, oh, somebody did, um, this woman who I worked for recently, I worked for her for a long time and she, we were in there and she's like, so-and-so it's only child. And I was kind of like, you know, cause I have, I have my resentments or whatever about the issue. And I was like, so, so spoiled. Right. And she was like, yeah, yeah, those only <laughs> dangling that uh, carrot. Yeah, I did. I did. Surprise, but, bitch. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, right. you know, I didn't throw a rubber face in it many more than that. I didn't say it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, I don't know, uh, names. I got a lot of names, yep. but, uh, I, I, and, you know, my wife, Laura, um, I took her name and, you know, it's weird when you change your name. It's like, it's like in this kind of way, it's like, I've kind of eased into using it, you know, like, sure. uh, I still use it like half my tremble, the tremble part. Ian Trimble, Gordy. I use the Trimble kind of like sometime. I'm trying to really embrace it, but people don't want to use three names with you. You know, they don't. Right. They'd, they'd rather just the two. So right. That's there's that too. I saw a meme like moments before you got here that said uh, one of my a Mimi. <laughs> Have you heard that? No, I mean yes, but I don't know what it means. It's just being silly. I think it's just an. It, just not knowing that it's meme. Well, it is uh, meme, right? It's, it, it, uh, there's a running joke in my hockey team's locker room because some people will call it a Mimi, Mimi uh-huh. or a Maymay. Or my favorite is Jif. A Jif. That's supposedly the way it's that, supposed to be said. No, it's is not. That, is no, that just a... no, it's not. Oh. I mean, I'm wearing an Oxford comma t-shirt, so you're okay. the, I'm so the you're wrong, a, I'm the wrong right. guy to like get into language. You're an English guy. Uh, yeah, and I'm well, it's fluid, stubborn. Man. Yeah, <laughs> it's fluid deal, right? It's all fluid, man. Um, I mean, language, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but you've you've always been a, a super fascinating person to me because yeah. <laughs> um, I so the place I went for kindergarten closed when that school year ended. Oh, Porter, right. no, uh, Sequoia. Oh, Sequoia, eighty third and Lamar. It's oh. like a Jewish community center. It has been for years. Okay. Um, still there? The, the Jewish thing is, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, and then and my parents like going into kindergarten. I think was when Dad moved out, so that mm. that that was the beginning of the endless wave of arguments and bickering and screaming and oh. cursing and receiver slamming. And oh. uh, anyway, she that her the first big one that I remember was, uh, you're going to pay for Catholic school. And so my dad, I went to St. Anne's for first grade, but then she remarried and we moved to Georgia and we, mm. I was going to this public school while waiting for their house to be built. And then when it was done, I switched schools and mm. then that marriage ended and I came back and I went to Somerset for fifth grade, but we were like staying with friends while my mom was like trying to get a uh-huh. job and a house. Yeah. And so okay. we stayed with a couple of her friends and then she bought a place, um, on 69th Terrace, just up from the village. Uh, and, and so then I went to Prairie for sixth grade. Okay. And then after sixth grade, like everybody's the new, the new kid. 
because oh, yeah, we're all we're bleeding into yeah, Indian yeah, Hills, uh-huh. and uh, but I was always the new kid. Like anyway, Carter being the, I don't know. The point being, um, I don't remember. I feel like it was early, early in the morning. But we had life science with Dave Taylor. Oh, Taylor. Yeah. Was that seventh grade? It was, oh, man, and yeah. uh, he was fun. He but was. Also- Yelly and name calling. Well, he was stern. Stern, yeah, but cool. Yeah, yeah, um, interesting. And I, I, I don't remember correctly, but I feel like we would we go to homeroom first every day, or was it just we in went the, to Taylor first? Okay, yeah. So that yeah, that put that. seventh graders all everybody's new and science at yeah. eight yeah. o'clock in the morning. Right. Yeah. Anyway, we sat they because they we had those black tables. That would yeah. seat two, yeah, and those. we uh-huh. we got sat next to each oh, other. Oh, we were, and we okay. were up up front and center. Uh huh. Yeah, and we got a lot of attention. Yes. Yeah, we didn't get away with much. No. Yeah. Um, Sit but, down and shut up. Yeah. What Taylor always said. Well, I remember I was always like peeking at what you were doodling. Oh yeah, uh, I, was do- I was doodling. A lot. Yeah. Of, uh, for some reason, one man gang comes to mind i don't i never did know what that was all about what but a man gang yeah oh i don't remember you that. and luck later would also joke about it oh. and i was like i remember that gosh really that, but hendrix that, hendrix yeah. um and the so one, i feel like the one man gang was somebody else because i didn't was not a wrestling guy but um those guys were mike you know luck and yeah but, but maybe i but i don't think i don't i think it was an inside i don't think it had to do with oh. the wrestler hmm because Maybe. because he was he came on the scene one man gang and then immediately after not too much time changed to Akeem the African Dream. See, I didn't. I was a WWF I nerd. No, yeah, he, he was. Uh, you know, anyway, uh, one day Taylor, uh, I don't know if we're talking about cells or what we're talking about, oh, yeah. but we were uh, uh, an odd pair size wise. Like right. I was probably the smallest yeah. kid in the building, yeah. and you were probably. Yeah, I had grown. I had yeah. grown all the way. So, yeah. so Dave, the example that he used um, was if you were to, as we move into adulthood, uh, not exercise and not lift and do all and just sit around and, but I did mm-hmm. that eventually, like maybe I would be bigger than you, and you mm. just looked at me and you're like, <laughs> no, <laughs> really, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then, and so the reason it's fascinating to me because, you know, you're obviously you're changing classrooms and you're passing period in the uh-huh. halls and you see people that you went to grade school with, or at least sixth mm-hmm. grade, but there's also like kind of a sea of faces of people that you don't know. Right. And you were one of those until, you know, I actually like got to t- you. So you're like the first new person yeah, that oh, had a, that whatever. You met. Yeah. That you got yeah. to know a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So and, it, and it made it's it so like blurry. it made like oh so these people that i don't know and they could all every one of them could be cool too there's no reason to like oh, be afraid right you know what i'm yeah. saying because i would i had a few people that you know oh picked on oh me. dude yeah oh, really it it it, it oh. for like two or three weeks like it was on the bus at my locker oh. passing period and then this one eighth and it was mostly this same oh, dude God, this older kid but no, this so, so another eighth grader saw it and he kind of knew me, mm-hmm. and he, I mean, and this guy that would always pick on me, he always wore a plain white short sleeve T shirt. It's like the strangest thing because I didn't know any kids that wore those. Oh, was it uh, just a plain tee? Yeah, um, but so this other eighth grader, and you know those staircases at the end of the building, 
just go straight, you know, you come down and they turn down. Anyway, he was giving me the business and this dude grabbed him by the collar of the tee and slammed him into the window and then slammed him on the floor. He's like, if I ever see you with your hands on him again. And I was like, that's what's up, man. (laughs) And then I was like, okay, I sort of feel. So this was when you were in seventh grade. Yeah. The older kid was standing up for you. Yeah. Yeah, man, there was, yeah, those are some days, man. Yep. I, I feel like um, uh, that that was just a wild. T- the testosterone Dude, yeah. was like, I just remember the way it felt was very, um, it put me in an altered state. You know, I, you know, I just, that middle school just was like, uh, I don't know. It was, it was weird. It was, uh, I mean, like I would, I got in a couple fights and you did know, you at Indian Hills? Yeah. Who, yeah, the, I mean, who the hell would want to fight you? Well, that was the thing, you know, it's like, um, I'm trying to prove them I, toughness. I, like people, cause I, you know, I grew, I, I sprouted early. So I was, you know, I was 185 and five eleven and a half. And, and that's as far. I never got six foot. Sometimes I just still tell people. <laughs> I'm, I say I'm six foot cause with the shoes on, I sure, am. Sure. And I have that conversation with people a lot. Like, They'll say you're six foot, and I'll say well, I'm five eleven and a half. No, you're you're six six one. Okay, it's like okay, you totally know <laughs> you, better. Yeah, than right, I do. right. Uh, but uh, um, yeah, so I was tall, and um, I wasn't huge, but I was bigger than most of the kids, and um, so people like they wanted to see me fight. They wanted me to beat up. You're, their, you're a specimen. Yeah, they wanted to see me beat up the people they didn't like. Or mm. the older people, the the kids in the next grade, they wanted to see what you're made of. They wanted to beat me up so they could look like they were right, tough, right? You know. And then there was a couple of folks that would like be the Don Kings of the grade and set things up and, and parking lot three thirty. One kid who would who would run to each side, you know, and like, hey man, you gonna kick his ass or what? And then he'd go to the other person, hey, what's up? You know, you gonna you, you don't remember all that stuff? I like don't the really. Homestead, there was no, some, man. Yeah. I wasn't, not yeah. until sophomore lot. Oh, sophomore. Ooh. At East. That's when they got rough. Yeah. And the high school fights. Yeah. There were some, some rough middle school fights, but the ones in high school, I remember a couple of those kids fought, and two, two like, full-grown uh, welterweight fought, and I was like, oh, I do not want to get into any of anything like this. I got to go home and practice my guitar, man. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow, I hit me up I, tomorrow. Yeah, Going to get into the peaceful anyway. Yeah, there was some, there's some weird times, and um, you know. So I remember this one time I came up to this kid, who I, was kind of my nemesis in grade school. And when did you go K through six all at the same place? No, I went. I moved to to Prairie Village when I was in fourth grade, halfway through fourth. Okay, grade. I went to Blender. Okay. And this kid went to Blender, and we 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 did not get along. And he was not somebody to back down. He would never back down. He wouldn't fight, but he wouldn't back down. You know, like he was just flipping your shit and, all the time. He, or he he yeah he we just we didn't get along, and he and he you know we couldn't find a way to get along. And um, I blindsided him one day, just like I had started playing football, and I just completely smashed him into a door you know like just ran up what was him. going on what, had he been egging you on i don't think so yeah you're I, like I think the, today's the, the day I think the, 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 the days of us like like even betting heads were over by a year or two and but i just Retrib- i still feel bad about you know, retribution wanna, i'd like to make amends at some point i don't know but uh yeah <clears throat> just you know but that's what 
that's kind of what like my like my frustration and testosterone at the same time did for me you know uh without <clears throat> you know real spiritual basis to to uh, deal with that stuff huh yeah. um so uh, strangely this is a psychology uh podcast right well i mean sort of <laughs> i that was what that was my undergrad oh cool yeah yeah um but i went back to english the english thing for grad school and, uh-huh. anyway cool. uh, I, did, uh masters mm-hmm. umkc that's so cool go man. ruse yeah uh, i'm about to be a roo get the yeah, fuck out of here going to, yeah i got accepted to music education so. oh yeah Good. Very life, nice. My life dream. That's Talk about a wheelhouse. That I, that's got to that be. I don't necessarily deserve that I get to do. Oh, come on. I, I you, shouldn't say that. I don't should... like it when people say that, but I've, I, I, I don't know how it happened, but it's gonna. it looks like it's happening. Is this uh, undergrad? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It'll be my... I'm, I, I, I have two... I have an associate's degree okay. and a physical therapy assistant, physical therapist assistant. Whoa, I'm and, super, super excited for you. Yeah, that's me awesome. too. Yeah, it's, uh, God, it's hard work though, man. Are you already? I mean, I've been uh, like um, for the last nine months. I've been practicing really hard and trying to, to get ready and to uh, for audition and application. I've been studying theory. Are you going to actually be like teaching an instrument, or are you teaching like the history of music? Well, I, I'm gonna, probably going to end up teaching elementary, um, you know, uh, music class and uh, little string orchestras. I guess. I mean, I'm not in music school yet. It's going to take a while. Because they're, you know, they're going to be like, I'm going to have to really be able to play, I guess. Is there any kind of certification that you have to get before you can start? Or are you just ready to go whenever the program is ready? Well, you have to, you know, get your degree and then um, there's like boards. I don't know if they call them boards. Sure, sure. Certification exams. I think there's two big tests you have to take. and um, But, you know, you get ready. And then there's, um, like when I got my PTA license, there was a big board exam. Sure. to pass. And, um, I took, um, I got, I paid for like these practice tests and just like systematically found my weaknesses and, and figured it out. So you know, like that, they, they help you like, it was worth it to pay for those. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I need, I need guidelines for that kind of, that right. kind of, you know, some, I'm not like a great self, um, you know, self goer. Sure. I need, yeah. I need a little help with the organization and, well, um, so the the other bookend to uh, meeting you at Indian Hills was the next year. Uh, we're in Martha Howard's eighth grade English class. <laughs> I wonder if she's still around. I went and visited her. Oh, you did? Yeah, just a few years ago. Oh, and like she must have been one of your favorites, huh? I liked her a lot. Yeah. Um, and she was like, she she gave me. It's, I, I mean, somewhere in the I have a Warner's. You remember that book? It was like her Bible, and her license plate said Warner. I Warner's. remember the name. Yeah, you know, it was like a light blue. Little... I was a listener. You know, reading was was difficult. Well, so, so that's the thing, man. Like actually sharing a table with you for science. Like I felt like, you know, this guy's nice. Uh, he's got his head on straight. Like seems seems to be kind of pointed in the right direction academically. Like as far as like. <laughs> coming to school and sitting there and listening and maybe taking some notes and um but then uh now in 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 the eighth grade english class we're in rows of desks and you're over here and i 
I, I just remember like you sort of leaning my way and and asking stuff like to, answers. Well, like not necessarily like just give me the answer, but like what happened? Well, yeah, yeah especially because that's we, 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 you know yeah. there's a chunk of that class where we were doing we were reading like some greek mythology oh yeah and that's that's where you first uh like hades and there's the uh, two things that's uh, odysseus odysseus you i mean like and and some of the language in that isn't what you're used to reading oh yeah yeah so anyway uh she shakespeare we did shakespeare in there too probably yeah but she um she would call on you a lot mm. because, you know, I think early in the class, it kind of like whether it was accurate or not, you established this reputation of like, I'm not necessarily paying as much attention oh, as, well, yeah. as, and for me, not, it, it was, it didn't feel the yeah, same well, as I, seventh know, grade science. Issues, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and she knew that, I'm sure. So she would call on, she would, yeah call you out and call a lot and then she would also would well she would also call on me a lot because i think i was always trying to make you laugh <laughs> and she didn't yeah. she's like don't be like you just <laughs> yeah don't give him the attention that's what he wants <laughs> that's what they used to say not not always about me but yeah yeah oh i love the clown i mean i was a i was a you know i was a silly smart ass you know i still am oh i fight i fight now i'm a dad dad joker but, sure you know, but there was uh, there was one particular exchange in there where I feel like she was like she could tell that whatever the piece of the, whatever the thing was that she was talking about in that moment that you either were just you know daydreaming or you didn't get it or trying to make a joke or something and I could tell that she was like leading up to call you know to put you on the spot really yeah and she did. And you had this answer that was like, I mean, it like draw, jaw on the floor or something to the effect of like, it's just with, there's not enough days in the week for all of this information to be in the place that it needs to be. And she was like, so we need to come up with another day of the week. And you're like, yeah. And she goes, what should we call it? And without hesitation, you go, Grunde. <laughs> and she goes, That's Grunde, huh? That, and, and she's like, so where would it sit? And you were like, between Sunday and Monday, duh. <laughs> I was like, I, I've never forgot because I'm, 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 yeah. I want, I want to vote for Grande to yeah. be. Yeah, you know, school has come a long way since we were in school. Mm-hmm. When I see the resources the kids have, I'm, I'm really glad for them. And, and the resource that I have, like when I went back to college in my 30s, I was like, there was a lot of help for me. <clears throat> and uh, when I was young, you know, no, I think I, I probably was i don't know if they would have called me dyslexic but maybe you know um and uh you know it it takes me longer to get stuff done you know it just does attention issues and it just takes me longer and um i still don't know how people go to school for eight hours and then go home and do three hours of homework i don't know how anybody i mean I i don't think i could do that now i mean now in college you go for a few hours and then study for a few hours but you know i have i'm mature and i realize my goals and i I was just talking about uh with a buddy the other day that like by the time you're unless you're 
you know, obviously there's plenty of kids at every school that, you know, they roll in the door as first day freshmen and they want to be like valedictorians or they want to get scholarships. So they're, but, but a lot of us, by the time senior, we're just, we're just skating by and just really hoping we don't fuck up too much to not get that diploma. Yeah. Then you go to college and it's like, okay, this is sort of serious and I, I want to, I want to be an invest, invested in mm-hmm. especially like the area that you prefer, yeah. the, you know, the stuff you have to do anyway. And then grad school, it's like even another level where you're sort of like just living the material and mm-hmm. you kind of have to, I mean, I went many years ago, but shutting out temptations and distractions mm-hmm. and, and that's wow. really, anyway, it's yeah, man, it's, you know, um, yeah, it's a serious deal. And yet now that, that teacher, does she watch the podcast? Oh God, I sincerely she doubt does. she knows it exists. <clears throat> it's been a few years ago since Let's I went. Let's just say there was this, this, this teacher I had in elementary, I mean, in middle school. Yeah. Um, who would, um, I think that they saw a lot of potential in me and always asked me to live up to my potential. And, but they would also kind of like push me into the heater with their hips and get very face to face, close to close. What? And like their eyes would like dart from one eye to the other eye. And it was like, is this intimidation? Is this really sexual? What is going on here? You know? And, um, so, uh, I remember that. Whoa. Yeah. That was weird. I Um, bet. Um, but in, in, and I did, and she did kind of pick on me, but I, I know that, uh, Is it that not, she was trying to get me to, not miss Howard. Well, uh, oh, okay. okay. I don't want to like call her out. You know? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and, uh, who, I don't know what, you know, I don't know what, but you know, who knows? She was trying to inspire me, <clears throat> but back then I didn't have the tools. I couldn't do it alone and I didn't have any help at home. You know, I was doing the best I could. Right. Um, but I had this, I remember, uh, Mike Marchant. I mean, we had this thing where I'd say, man, there's too much homework. I can't do any of it. You know, just, uh, I just wanted to throw those books in the trash. Yeah. And like, of course you did, you know, the, the last day. Of school, right. But, uh, yeah. Is that the hour timer? No, that's to remind me to do to bring up Easter music. eggs. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, uh, Anyway, yeah, those were the days. School, um, school was a bitch, man. Yeah, high school was a bitch. And then I ran into some trouble after a while, you know. While still in high school, harder. yeah. Really? Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I got in, in big trouble. I, I nearly, I, I don't know. I, I transferred to AEP. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, Which is I, like I, I but... was, I was, get, I just say I was getting in trouble. You okay. Know? And, uh, you know. Well, I, you know, I battled addiction and I, and I, um, and I, I finally did, um, you know, get into a good recovery when I was 30. And so I've, I've been, I've been in in a a state of, of, of pretty good, very good recovery. I've been sober for 18 years. Damn, dude. uh, Wow. Yeah. Uh, but my addiction started early, you know, uh, and, um, I couldn't ever make any progress with anything academically or really anything um any you know i had when i was in my mid-20s i had a 
good cook job for a while, but that was as far as I could go as like a sous chef at a small restaurant. Yeah. It was like as, as far as I could take that and um, just, you know. Um, but high, yeah, high school was rough. My 20s were rough. Um, 30s, things started getting better. Good. Better and better, you know. Well, I remember, you know, uh, sixth grade, um, there, there's right, right around, I mean, that sort of 69th and row down to 73rd and kind of like mm -hmm. where me and, and Wilkie and Mike Canning and uh -huh. Matt McCready. And uh -huh. then, and then I think Wyatt was right. Yeah. Tony Garcia yeah. mm -hmm. and then luck and you yeah. it's all like very easy, easily bikeable, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I have this memory of like, Obviously, I knew that you were into Hendrix, who I hadn't really listened to uh, mm -hmm. much at all, Jimmy. aside from the radio. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But I remember feeling like uh, you and like Luck would come over to your your place, mm -hmm. and you guys would maybe play some guitar and maybe smoke some weed. <laughs> and I and I I never knew if that was true or not, but I always uh. wanted to be invited to just, like see what that was all about. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, um, yeah, weed's legal now, right? Um, I don't know. Um, I may or may not have participated in marijuana smoke at that time. Um, uh, yeah, but you, when you're doing stuff you shouldn't be doing, right? You know, you never know who the you want to hang. <laughs> true, true, <laughs> or, true. You, you know, um, or let's say, um. You and I were starving, and we had, uh, you know, one steak. We probably wouldn't call all our friends and ask them to share that steak. Very, very <laughs> nice analogy. Um, <laughs> but you and Lux, uh, your parents used to walk a lot. Right? Yeah, you yeah. And uh, Judy Guthrie. Yep, the, yep. The strolling team. Yep. Power walking. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Miles and yeah. miles. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, um... You, you know, music's always been a huge deal for me. Yeah, and uh, when did that start? Uh, I mean, I think I always loved music. You know, um, I got a... I mean, I guess I was listening to the radio and cassettes for a long time. Sure. Um, I think I'd get... Some of them are kind of embarrassing. Like, um, I don't know if you had the Back to the Future soundtrack. Uh, Everybody did. Yeah. Right? I mean... I mean Kids that like us. Um, Huey. Did you have the Footloose soundtrack, though? I did at one point. Yeah, at I one did point. too, and I listened to it a lot. I think it um, was not that but, fantastic. No. You know? I mean, now I would... I mean, I would really prefer that no one played that. <laughs> I mean, I do sing one of the songs sometimes. Sure. There's that... Uh, Let's hear it for the boys. Oh, yeah, that was... Uh, Jabarge or... G uh, maybe. Winter Sisters? Maybe. Whoever she was was, like, sweet seeming uh, yeah, you know guess, the know. video was very sweet because it, it had a little boy in the corner wearing a dunce cap i think oh really i think, oh, I, think. I didn't i didn't realize that anyway i just um yeah i don't know my the proud one of my proudest musical deals though is i had like the double double disc best of stevie wonder that i got in like third or fourth grade and uh double disc double double disc double cassette, cassette okay yeah <laughs> i had cds right or, yeah, yeah. you guys are way it, behind yeah <clears throat> so that was cool and um i just i, mean, I can't believe um like you know 
like um, Highway to the Danger Zone, <laughs> Glenn Fry, I think it is for, uh, for Top Gun. Highway. Yeah. Oh, that's Kenny Loggins. Kenny, that's okay. Kenny Loggins, Foot my loose, bad. Baby. Foot, okay. Everybody get loose. Yeah, and then uh, Huey Lewis, Power of Love, and Back <laughs> to the Future. Yeah. And so, uh, when you're that young, like one track, you like that's how I identify that artist. Mm. Do you remember like how insanely huge I just called to say I love you was? Oh. Yeah, it was a big hit. I mean, that yeah. was like, uh, that, I, you know, Stevie's got the braids and oh, yeah. first, yeah. you know. That's probably how I how I heard of him. Uh, but but it decades been. later, I'm finally getting songs in the key of life and intervisions yeah. and being like, is this is the same you, dude? That's, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, God. Damn. So good, man. Fucking bass synth. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's a. Uh, my my music theory teacher right now is so cool at KCK. Um, Benick is his name, and he 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 loves Stevie, and uh, he uh, like I, I always knew Stevie was awesome, but I didn't know like he was like a harmonic genius. Right. I just knew his sweet sounding. You yeah. Know, his, yeah. You know, soulful, awesome. But uh, yeah, Stevie, he would. Um, you know, when you asked me to pick my favorite record. Like I, I don't do favorites very well. You well, know? episode three's uh, guest was like, "Dude, that's like asking me to pick my favorite kid." Yeah, and yeah, I was like, "Then tough. give it's me a, a few." I mean, yeah, you don't. I have... started a list. I, I I had a list of twenty after you. We first talked. And then you said one. And I was like, "Okay, we'll go. We'll go with." So you went with Electric Lady. Yeah, I mean, you know, my original favorite guitarist and and. Guitar has been my instrument, my my first instrument. You know, my main instrument most of my life. So, and when I heard, actually not on that album, but Machine Gun, uh, was on like the first Jimmy record that I bought, and I was like looking for the feedback solo in Star Spangled Banner, but I ended up hearing Machine Gun, and it was like, oh my god, dude! You know, like. I, you know, I think some of the kids were maybe starting to play guitar. I was like, I want to be able to do that. I mean, that is, yeah, that's fucking cool, you know. Well, I remember that being a, an important record for you back then, and and I I went and got it, and oh, the, and and listened to it, and uh, I was like, I don't get it, man. Oh, really? Like to me, are you experienced and Axis? Oh, were yeah. more accessible because because oh. Electric Ladyland you know, he does some dives into yeah, some and blues and soul, and lots of blues, you know. Yeah, uh, electric blues. You yeah, know, but uh, but yeah. not not quite as uh, I don't want to say committed, but but definitely not putting out like you know a, a four minute yeah. twenty nine yeah, second. Yeah. He's like I'm gonna. I mean, I'm one of do the my sides, own. 1983. Uh, Return to be. I mean, that's one of my all-time favorite songs. So uh, wild. Just yeah. I mean, it's got that free jazz flute in the middle. You know, <laughs> uh, Mitch Mitchell. You know, the yeah. Drummer's insane. And yeah. Jazz drummer, electric guitar, and um, you know, science fiction lyrics, and it's just like uh, yeah, it does get pretty out there. Yeah. Uh, but it's also very, it's very j- jazzy, and I mean, I just uh, like I grew up. Um, listening to the fish fry a lot um like yeah. my mom's good friends with chuck haddock okay uh, uh he's have you ever heard his show i think so it's, kcu he's on yes. kcu yes. friday and saturday night for 30 years yes and yes rhythm yes blues 
he's got a whole list of jump and jives i had to go uh, right and, uh, so we, we you know he we always listen to that so when i heard jimmy you know um it made a lot of sense yeah. to, to 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 have uh to be that rooted in in blues and 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 soul you know um but yeah electric ladyland i don't know if if i uh, if it was like the f- number one for me right off, but I think I picked it because, well, it's a double. Album, it's a double. Right? I mean, you yeah. got twice as many tunes. Yeah. Voodoo Child. Um, uh, Steve Winwood's on there. I know. know. I yeah. Just, just, yeah. There's, and some other folks are too. Yeah. Um, I guess he was, I guess Jimmy was uh, um, kind of a nut about Steve how, how things went in the studio oh, oh and yeah. mixing and t- yeah. t- i mean uh he knew his shit, 50 man. takes for gypsy eyes oh gypsy eyes 50, 50 takes 50 takes oh that's a cool stat yeah 50 um, takes who else was on there hmm. it's funny i i've you know i don't there was a funny movie that jimmy movie that i saw that came out in like 2000 jack cassidy from jefferson airplane oh is he on there mm-hmm. uh he, what song is he on is it Voodoo Child? It doesn't, it doesn't say. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, it does. Voodoo Child. Yeah. What do you do when someone has to tinkle? I'm. Cases? I've got to go already. Oh. So should we pause it? Well, I just let it roll and I'll oh. cut it out. Oh, yeah. okay. It's it's sweet marketing. Yeah, you know, I somebody was, one of the podcasts I watched. They started drinking them. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, and the dude was like, "I feel I just crushed these things." So I ordered <laughs> one. You and like it's them. true. Yeah. I the can. Uh huh. I just. Yeah, I can bury um, it, and I feel like I'm getting hydrated faster. It is. It's quite flavorless, isn't it? It I mean, is. I guess that's the thing. It's like spring water from the Andes or something, and oh, supposedly yeah. they give ten percent to. Speaking of Andy, I know you're a big Zappa fan. Oh boy, you're gonna, you're gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> you're really gonna get me in trouble here. But that is a really Andy. Yeah. Andy. Yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite Zappa album. So, by the way. Um, is that one size fits all? Yeah, I uh, saw him perform that. You said you saw him do. I mean, not him. I wish I saw hot him. rats. Yeah. They did hot yeah. rats. Yeah, yeah. that's what I meant. I pointed. Oh, there it is. Um, so, uh, the girl that did episode four, mm-hmm. um, she's watching all of these, and she texted me. I'm trying to drop every Thursday. I drop an episode. Oh, okay. So she texted me yesterday, Thursday night. And she goes, so is your podcast really about your guests' most influential albums, or is it just an opportunity for you to gush about Frank Zappa in every episode? And I was like, because he does. Is Zappa your favorite? Um, your fish guy. Fish, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know. I, I, yeah, Zappa's tough, you know? It takes because commitment, I'm, man. I, I'm very. I hate the phrase woke. Woke. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not a fan of it either, but. And uh, I don't know, Rogan's name popped up when you when I said that. But anyway, um, yeah. I mean, I I believe in um, equality. I I think we're all, damn it, we're supposed to be created equal, right? Um, and I don't want to hurt people's feelings. And. And I think language is very important. And. I love Zappa, but his shit is, was, you know, I mean, I don't know if inappropriate is the right word. Um, 
His song, you know, I would not put out the jokes that he did because I think they could hurt people's feelings. And well, you're, um, it, but, but it, it's 2022. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I he, mean uh, it's tricky because I love. He died before we graduated high school. Right. No, it was the year after. 94? 94, 94? Yeah, it was not so. your right. 94, um, December but, of 94. I mean, I didn't really listen until he died. I don't know. You, you know, some of the songs I think they're hilarious. I really used to think they're hilarious, and but now I'm like, oh, that's racist. You know, oh, that's uh, racist. Uh, Jewish princess. Yeah. Uh, is that race or is that is that I don't know. I think so. I think so. I think that, so. But, uh, um, xeno, xenophobic is uh, the Muslim thing. Uh, what's it? Um, anyway, yeah. I think he's poking fun at stereotypes, not Jewish people. Yeah, and he also—I mean, th- it, I think yeah. he had a record called "Does Mu- Does Humor Belong in Music?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, he definitely—he, uh, yeah, I, he was a genius, and I love his shit. But you know, then it's kind of, sometimes it's a guilty pleasure, you know. I find no guilt in that no. pleasure whatsoever. Well, I can, yeah, I just. But all of his—it's he, stuff I wouldn't want to play for everybody, you know. Of course um, not. Of like, course not. Um, and my wife, I do. I've played a lot of it for for my wife. Like, and? Um, and well, she she will say, eh, Ian, I don't know. I, just, I know why you like it. I mean, but I, you know, um, uh, wet t shirt night is hilarious. Very. Okay, <laughs> that sounds like the iceberg <laughs> yeah, to yeah. the forehead. But then again, it it uh, kind of dehumanizes um, victims of trauma and incest. You know, if you want to really incest that character you know she's after he says now you know he's he, he's the commentator and he's like yeah you you know you know you're go back to your daddy's waiting for you in the tool shed you know i mean you yeah, know yeah. uh and she's there at the wet t-shirt contest and she's there because she's been abused i mean that's what i that's what i hear i but uh, to but, me to me the lens is look how s- stupid this is from both genders like uh, men will sit around and come come and watch this thing and maybe pay money for it and get some misconstrued idea that you're going to have a connection. And the girl will get up there on the stage and do it, you know, like wear a wet Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the song is just, just, that's, that's the, the little, I'm very sensitive. So I, I hear the little, the little quibs about things that might. No, that tool shed line for sure. Uh, but, but again, you know, yeah, but he it, was but an it, asshole, but a genius and but it's, funny as hell. But it's also, it's, I mean, it's all rooted in the whole tale is rooted in how the, <laughs> yeah, the music. I'm sorry. The music industry is 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 fucked because mm. co- it's a corporate run thing, mm. and they yeah here you get the money for this, and hey, we'll choose you, but not you, and so you mm. get chosen, and it goes awry anyway. I and see, she, yeah. you know, she's from the bus, the tour bus, uh-huh. right? Remember me from the bus, and right? Anyway, Mary, uh, yeah, yeah. So Mary was on the bus. Yes, which Canoga Park <laughs> trailer, trailer. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, um, uh, man. Yeah. So, but Andy, Andy rips. There's not a lot of um, really offensive stuff on that album, right? I don't uh, think every album all. is like yeah. has offensive right. stuff. But probably my favorites did. Okay, chic your booty. Yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah, I mean, uh, anyway, yeah, Zappa, awesome. But, but oh, I mean, man, you know, very good. Talk about, and I did not bring this up, Tanya. So, um, yeah, Tanya, sorry, <laughs> I brought it up. Um, I mean, yeah, he's a, he's one, he's always been, 
uh, pajama people. I love it. I can't I it. even yeah. describe. Somebody said uh, describe what he so, does in the solo. Oh, I mean, I can't remember that offhand. Dude. Yeah, his soloing was. I mean, he played. You know, he just he heard those polyrhythms, or you know, um, I guess. Yeah, it's all kind of past my ear to be able to really it, take apart. Yeah, but um, you know, it's it sounds like he just played what he heard, and he heard things in, you know, odd time signatures, and then he jumped back in and. Yeah, try to do that, you know. But I mean, um, also like the I think there's a double disc called Guitar, and then there's a then there's a Shut Up and Play Your Guitar, mm-hmm. Son of Shut Up and Play Your Guitar, and then Return of the Son of Shut. Oh, and and are those all his? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. those are all because uh, his son has Weasel has a Return of some Son of the something okay. too. But uh, he's like taking. So if you take Andy, yeah. he's taking in one, in one of those, if not all of them, he's taking portions of uh, all these different Andys oh. or, or the solo to Andy and then making a new one out of it. Like he's he, in an arrangement or in a studio, in cut. a studio, in like a, cutting the tapes. together. Yeah. And, and like what the beats? It's 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 the beats the tempos are close enough that he can match. I don't know, man. It's but it's sounds yeah. Sounds like it. Um, but but I don't like just I don't take the whole whatever sixty five album discography and say this is a sacred cow. I have my favorites, and then I have some that I will probably never visit again because it's yeah. too like jazz from hell and mm, yeah, some of that I liked in, in in a few a few different moments. Right, you know, and then some of it. They did a version of, I think, Stolen Moments, which is a jazz standard. Okay. I don't know if they're all jazz standards, but I know there was one I recognized. It was, and I was like, oh, yeah, after I, I'd heard, like, Miles Davis did it, and uh, I can't remember if it's, I remember who wrote it, but um, I think it's that's the song he did. And I heard it, was like, oh, man, that's, that is not, that is not what I'm going for. <laughs> Maybe that was his point, is to parody it, right, you know, and make right. it sound stupid, but... Um, like that so um i mean for the longest time before you know i don't know the 2000s or whatever for let's say there's roughly 35 years where if you're a Jimi hendrix fan you got three access to three records and then Uh, stuff kind of you know they start making compilations and then i I don't i mean I don't know. It's pretty wild, man. It's been for a, yeah, a figure now that now there's a whole bunch, but there there's always been way more than the three albums. But there's probably. But I'm talking about like when we're in middle school and we're in high school, yeah. and you're driving or riding your bike to the music store. Yeah, like there's three albums. Right, there were three that you could. Well, no, I mean there was there was the three original. And then there was the one that was released posthumously in like 1970, right? They called it uh, "The Cry of Love" was the, the okay. one that I had. Okay. Um, uh, and that was a. Um, and then there were like I don't know about all this, but there was a m- this my my mom's friends, my front mom was friends with this guy named Barry. Wisdom. This sounds familiar. That sounds Barry really Wisdom, familiar. Local guy, very into music, and he had like I don't know thousands of tapes. He was like into trading tapes, bootlegging, yeah. taping yeah. off the television, the radio, and he gave me this like two tapes of like unreleased Jimmy stuff when I was in 
eighth grade, my mom's good friend Kelly, which she would feed me like she got me stuff. Really, I mean, I st- I started liking Hendrix, and she started giving me these Hendrix tapes and Cream tapes, and Hendrix Cream. She gave me some Jeff Beck, but I didn't go for that quite as much. Uh, but the Jimmy and Cream was like my bread and butter, and uh, yeah, but I had all this unreleased stuff, and um, you know, like Hound Dog, and um, <clears throat> I think yeah yeah that stuff and but when i would go to the record store there would be like war heroes and then the compilations and um uh band of gypsies he released when he was alive okay Um, right right but since then they have and then there was uh, marchant had the 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 tape that was like the last hendrix that was like some european bootleg nice like where he had like a really long sunshine of your love jam on it and uh you know um so there were a lot of stuff out there back then but now they are still finding new taste sure <laughs> it's like but i mean compared to like you know like you, you, you you're cutting grass you get an allowance or whatever and you oh, want yeah. to start buying music like if you look if you start looking for like fleetwood mac or the beatles or the rolling stones or led zeppelin like this they're they're keeping inventory of a lot more studio albums for those artists and you get to the jimmy section and it's like the three with maybe i mean Hmm. you know what i'm saying like i mean i remember like 10 or 12 no shit yeah okay maybe i was always flipping through the jimmy okay i mean yeah but his you know there are those that say the three original jimmy hendrix experience albums were were three Okay, um, I just must yeah, misremembered. Um, but yeah, that's was this was the day. I mean, it was kind of cool going to the record store, and but there was never enough money to really, right. you know. I mean, I never had enough money to really do. But right. I, I have very generous friends. You know, that's one thing. Yeah, think about Prairie Village. You have birthday parties, and you get uh, showered with your records. <laughs> My fourteenth birthday, man, I got just a, you know tons of records. It was sweet. Um. Have you so what, what the cover of, of Electric Lady? Electric Lady, yeah, <laughs> the booby cover. Yeah, so, I, I I mean, there's I, multiple options yeah. out there. There's booby cover. Yeah. There's the one there where there boobs on my record, right? That I had. And then yeah. the one that I had, there weren't any, any well, ladies at all. The one I remember, I think it was him and the band, like kind of on a psychedelic throne. Yes, like, yes, Persian rug or whatever. Yep. And, yep. Um, uh, yeah um electric lady um controversial though i mean the boobs yeah you know for what 68 well yeah i mean like yeah 68 misogynist a little bit Uh, i mean jimmy and or just sweet (laughs) i guess that's (laughs) i mean i mean if i see a whole bunch of boobs i'm like boobs and electric guitar yeah um (laughs) <laughs> it's a common reaction that causes attraction whenever it gets cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, I, was, I was thinking about bringing my guitar. Oh, you um, should one have of my guitars. Um, but uh, you know, that, I'm not. I always like have it. You know, music. Actually, I have to do a lot of prep before I play something. I'm sure. Practice. Sure. Right now, all my practice is on this this classical stuff. And, That's pretty wild. And a little bit of like noodling here and there outside of that. Right. So do you have, uh, do you love all tracks equally from this album or do you have like, I might have to pull it up. Do you have a, let me see. 
I, I don't I couldn't I wouldn't honestly say that I love all tracks equally, but I do love most of them. Oh, you got oh a tape. Look at that. Oh yeah, this is the this is the icon that I'm used to seeing. You know, everything's digital now. At least you know I, most of my listening is digital. We right. Have a turntable and the car's got a CD, but okay. So here it is. So yeah, that's the second side. So like there were you know I there was a time when like I heard about Jimmy Chris Luck had an album I'd go over there get a tape you know that's where a lot of my music came from and Chris was like always Columbia House member so he'd get well, like, and he had a nice system in his room yeah he had a cool like stereo yeah, yeah. you know by today's standards if you, if you know you know it was it was cool it yeah, was it very had, like, cool speed dubbing so we'd go over there and speed dub shit and um so at the time like Crosstown Traffic was one of my favorites you know that whole piano <clears throat> bass and the yeah that yeah kazoo yeah oh yeah the kazoo and guitar <laughs> they go perfect together at least in that tune um okay so like the gods may love mm-hmm. i love have you ever been to electric ladyland it's like curse mayfield a small world at disneyland just kind of this <laughs> yeah. get in this car and it the takes magic, you through yeah. this kind yeah. of like what what yeah what? Is- but it's a soul tune yeah. You know, it's like a classic 60s Curtis Mayfield type of deal, which I couldn't have told you at the time. I right. Was like, you, who says Jimmy can't sing? Have you heard this? You know, like he, maybe he couldn't always sing, but at that moment he was singing pretty well. Yeah. A little nice falsetto. Maybe he had a little a little range there. Very nice range. Stage. I mean, he could get up there sometimes. I've tried to. Right. Um, so let's see. Cross-town travel. Voodoo child. I mean, you, you can't argue with that. Little, You know, I'm not a big Noel Redding screamer, you know, like... Oh, yeah, I like, thought for sure. Little Miss Strange. Mm-hmm. Not Noel Redding, yes. Right. But, uh, yeah, Noel Redding, not... Um, Otis Redding, yes. Noel Redding, great member of the band, okay? Fantastic, but when he took over vocals, a Little Miss Strange isn't one of my favorites. Sure. Um, you know, British guys could sit sing in an English... In an American accent. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so weird i still the, 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 so there's british guys singing british accent that's kind of annoying american guys singing british accent such as i i don't know any okay of did does green day ever do that i, I don't know why you, know, you would think that i'm the green day i didn't i wasn't trying room. to throw that on you man <laughs> i wouldn't do that to you. okay i'm sorry that's all good for, for those folks tuning in the mm. green day god bless you yeah i mean god bless them i mean they, you know they're a real band they are um <clears throat> long hot summer night okay which one is that long hot summer Anyone night recognize that no long, hot summer i'd night. have to hear it okay so that's not one of my favorites it's been a long well, i don't know but uh and so come on part one that was one of my favorites i actually knew that very pretty close to note for note at one time i learned it off of tablature and I was kind of proud of that. But that's Heck a cover, yeah. and it's very, very close to the original. I can't, I can't remember who wrote it. This says Earl King, but yeah. Okay, so that's a good one. Gypsy Eyes, v- good. 50 takes to get that down. That's crazy. Yeah. The guitar's badass. Yeah. It's not my favorite tune, but it, no, but it's it cool. is badass. Yeah. So on this one, uh, my favorites, uh, when Burning Midnight Lamp was one I really oh, liked. I think because of the wah-wah yeah. and the harpsichord. S- such a special sound. Yeah, and the lyrics are very, yeah. very uh, <clears throat> relatable to me. You yeah. Know? Um, 
Rainy Day Dream Away, fantastic. So this uh, this third side was one of my favorites for a while because that's that psychedelic. Mm-hmm. After I guess after Rainy Day Dream Away, I, I don't even know if that if that's that's this way on the album, but I feel like 1983 um, was most of that side, and, and uh, um, that one's just amazing. Uh, one of the Fish guys picked it on his. Um, who's the? You, you you listen to series because. Um, yeah fishman had a show uh, right uh, like, he, uh yeah it's got a catchy name to it um the, the, i can't remember off it's not off the beaten path but it's yeah, some, something like that yeah you know he picked he picked that one the the 1983 mermaid i shall turn to be um the house burning down was one of my favorites yep. for a while yep um along the watchtower can't argue with i mean and the two voodoo childs right so why um, one gets an e and one gets a d right um oh do they really i think child and one's child and one's th- well one slight return yeah. where is the other one it should be the cl- closer almost the closer the slight return is the last song yes yeah uh that's child where with a is d the first it should child. be the like right after crosstown oh the first side oh yeah Voodoo Child, which didn't make a lot of sense to me for a while. Like it's like it's still Slight Return was like the one, yeah, and then yeah. The other one was like, but then that groovy B three organ. I Dude. mean, Steve Winwood. Mm-hmm. You, you, I guess they stayed up. They were at a bar drinking all night and went into the studio at like seven in the morning. Is what I read. I used to have this book, and of course. I don't know if I still have it. I was like, I need to bring that book. And I looked on the shelf like five minutes before I was supposed to leave. Um, yeah, it was a book partly written by Mitch Mitchell that tells okay. the story of all their recording sessions and their most of their time together. And wow. Mitch really loved Jimmy. I think, you know? yeah. I think they really yeah. had a they had a special thing, uh, relationship. Um, but yeah, Jimmy, uh, you know, he was just... Uh, <clears throat> haven't seen the movie with 3000 um i guess andre played him oh no i haven't um, either and i love andre yeah you know? i mean I, I i i like his art okay his, his music but uh i uh, heard there was a scene where jimmy beats his girlfriend with a telephone and i was not ready to see that so i i haven't seen the movie yet. you really are like all people love except don't put anybody yeah quality you're i mean you're it's like the third mention you're really the third mention of like just wanting to make sure that uh, there's a quality for everybody and, and nobody's slighted that everybody's got you know equal representation and yeah i mean yeah that if i could if i can be that way i try to be that way. yeah you know i mean um it feels like you're mindfully yeah it's tra- very doing that. it's very much in the, the forefront of my my head that's cool man be that way. very cool yeah i mean that's cool yeah i mean you are too right i mean <laughs> i i uh, i'm i'm i i am um i have whatever level of awareness of my qualities my positive qualities and it kind of just you know it runs this even line but what is always making the most noise and registering the the most is are my faults Oh, and my like they're much much oh, yeah, louder. <laughs> like my my qualities are like a white noise machine that's turned down on the lowest mm. setting, and oh. my fa- yeah. flaws are yeah. like 
four pairs of sneakers in the dryer. Just, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, I hear that. And I, I, I that. don't know. I haven't acquired the skills to try and like try and establish balance, more balance in that mm. regard. Yeah. Um, it takes work. Yeah. It's a, I mean, for me, it's like a everyday deal. You know? I, I mean, I, you know, there's something to, um, getting to bed at a decent, oh, yeah. t- decent time. Yeah. Vitamins. Get, getting <laughs> up and, you know, yeah. like, um, if you're, if you're partnered, if you're mm-hmm. with somebody sort of, getting out of the bed with that mentality of I love you. And I, I hope that you let me know something I can do to support you today. And then, uh, then you know, make your bed and, oh, you and stretch, <laughs> stretch and, yeah, and oh, stretching hydrate and get some, you know, hopefully some clean food. Yeah. And, and That's you're sort important. of arming yourself with the ammunition to be mindful in the way that you're trying to be mindful. And yeah. it's, I think, I think how you start your day matters. You know what I mean? Dude, yeah, I mean, it, more so for me than ever. Like, I used to hear people talk about their morning routine, and you're like, that's a great concept, but I don't know how you do it. But something about being older is like, I wake up, some days I wake up at 4, and I make myself stay in bed till 4.30 or 4.45. But yeah, like you said, I get I get up and stretch. I'll stretch for... You know, if I can, I'll get up, read, stretch, and that's before I practice bass. And bass? I, yeah, I play, my instrument now is, is the double bass, the upright bass is what I've been um, working on primarily. Is that for, what you played in solid gold? Easy. easy. Yeah, I play electric bass. for Electric, years, okay, yeah. okay, okay. And that was mostly like rude notes. and I mean, like, Sure. But some cool Zeppelin-y yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got to stretch to play the bass, man. <laughs> I mean, I had, Tuesday night, I had a drummer. Oh, cool. Uh, Shiner. Oh, dude. Uh, that guy. That guy was insanely good. I, I, I saw him play once or twice and was like, man. Yeah, this his, is his episode totally will what I'm about. drop Thursday. And then cool. you're. You'll, What's his name? Jason Gherkin. Okay. Gherkin. Um, sounds so familiar. Maybe I knew him. He uh, hmm. um, talks about, like, you know, some of the band members are in families. And so mm-hmm. they'll book like two shows or three shows for a weekend uh-huh. and then come, got to come back to the grind. Oh, yeah. And he's like, do you have any idea what it takes for me to get in shape? Like oh. stretching and, uh, you know, lotus poses and massage and foam roll, like all for one show. <laughs> so it, it's, yeah. you know, what it takes for me to get body ready for one show is the same for 20 shows. So I'd, I'd rather... You know, there'd be more. Sh- anyway, um, yeah, man. Well, man, he might need a second band. Well, you know? he's got a cup, a, yeah. a few other projects, but they don't take that kind of exertion, maybe, right? You know? Right. Yeah, yeah, man. He, I think I'm. If I'm not mistaken, I remember seeing him. I usually when when I remember seeing that band, I was working nights, and so I would not, and I didn't have, you know, the always have the five. I needed to spend that five bucks on a uh, beer instead of uh, the cover charge. Right. But yeah, I, I remember he was one of the few Kansas City bands that I got to see back then. It was like, it really made a stuck in my my head. You know, um, I think there was like Season to Risk. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I saw them once. And, um, and, but, and then Billy Goat was like, they, when I saw Mike Dillon and Billy Goat, I was like, this is, you know, if I, if I could have like, 
bottled that energy and percussive skills and drank it i would have <laughs> so uh solid gold easy came to be when so i like i i met up um you know john brick i guess i think that solid gold was the thing before he got with them okay i um, mean adam stotts and a couple other dudes i guess started it and um <clears throat> They asked, you know, they were looking for a bassist, uh, and John and I knew each other from school, you know, our school. Yep. And we played together when we were young men for a few years off and on, and here and there. Back in the day? Yeah, we played the eighth grade talent show. Man, you don't remember that shit? No. John, was he at John was the... a great drummer, yeah. He started All these years? In eighth okay, grade okay. Billy, Billy, and Billy Chambers, sure. you know, incredible guitarist. He, him and me and John played the eighth grade talent show, and the, and then in high school, I would go over sometimes to Johnson. We'd play for a couple hours. Okay. Now and then. And I really then, only remember Sacco, Sacco and Vanzetti. Sacco, Sacco Vanzetti. John Frank is, is he's a, still. Have you seen his music lately? Have you heard it? I, I just see him post incredible on, stoner rock. Band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, just like do you know? Was very, just Tom Frank and Jason Kane, or was there a third in Sacco? Yeah. I mean, they Jason and Tom started the band, and then there. I think they had like I think the classic version was probably i don't know there were some other dudes in it they play they would play bars and stuff no kidding i played with them um our our senior year i got close with jason okay i had a bout of sobriety and uh got kind of close with jason okay that you know they didn't they didn't party over there and uh at all at the time i no really yeah yeah, and uh, that worked for me. And plus, I loved music. I mean, I wanted to play music. So yeah. we were over there playing like several nights a week with Jason, and and then, to, you know, I think if Jason advocated for me or, you know, I I don't know. They they let me in the band, and and, and it fucked everything up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay, so John, how long was the <clears throat> Solid Gold Easy outfit that you were a part of? Uh, solid gold. We, I think I played with them for a, while, a year or so, okay. a year or two, maybe. Okay. We played, you know, played a gig every couple months, and we got to play like the sidebar at Starlight. And yeah. Get tickets to shows. Like, yeah. I saw Soundgarden uh, two days before Chris Cornell died. Two days. Yeah. That broke my heart. Oh my god. That broke I bet. my heart big time because I was I was really it broke my heart, Cornell. and I didn't see. I never saw uh, him. Oh. Uh, I mean. Yeah, I got to see him twice. Okay. Um, but yeah, the solid gold was cool. We got that. We had that gig, and it was good music. It was. Um, I came and saw you guys oh, you, you uh, came? twice. Uh, what? Yeah, like I want to say main somewhere on Main Street downtown. Was I with them, or was it was it before me? I, I once I saw you okay. with them once. Cool. Yeah, pretty sure Main Street. Uh, it was a tiny little. Oh, that was uh, yeah, Jilly's or yes, yeah, yes. that was before me. It was mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Huh, my bad. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah, I think the band was... Yeah. So did it? What did the whole thing just quit being or uh, what? No, I, I think it did. I think it did. Um, we, we just had, you know, we kind of had a... You know, I was wanting to learn upright bass and, and, and getting married. And, um, and, and I kind of wanted a different... Uh, I wanted a little more of a creative voice. And there were some stressors in the, in the group where things got stressful and... I was thinking of, we, we just kind of all we we all kind of quit quit doing that. And, um, Adam Stotts was uh, the, the the front man. Mm-hmm. And he is 
his guitar playing is like butter, man. He is. He yeah, is, he's uh, good. He's very good, and uh, and a fun, funny guy. Um, <clears throat> but it just didn't. Yeah, didn't really work for all of us. Uh, there was a lot of stress going on. Um, but uh, how old were you when you got your first guitar? Uh, fourteen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> I wish that I'd start playing music younger. I know, right? And I, I'm not natural, you know. Yeah, no, it's you got to put in the work. Yeah, I had to, to put in a lot of work, and I'm still, you know, I'm still just kind of like whatever. Um, been string bender. Um, ring, ding, 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 lily. Got to pee again. Go, go for Is it. Is that okay? Go for it. Yeah. Sorry, I got. You, you know, got I saw what? this. I have this guy. I work. I do physical therapy. Yeah, I'm an assistant, so I do physical therapy with people. And I <clears throat> work with um, TBI guys and gals, folks that have suffered an injury. Okay. Or um, um, an <clears throat> some kind of, it doesn't have to be traumatic, but one of my um, people who I work with, uh, work I, a, a client of mine, he's always like, he kind of has memory problems, and he's always asking me like, Man, why are you always going pee? Do you do you have something wrong with you? <laughs> I'm like, no, no. I just, you know, I like to stay hydrated, yeah. and I really like coffee. The two things together, make, yeah, make for a lot of restroom uh, breaks. I wet the bed until I was 12. Oh gosh, that must have been a kind of a bitch. Uh, it was the absolute worst yeah. because, uh, for, I mean, first of all, like just crippling embarrassment. Yeah, for, at, at, at sleepovers. Yeah, I would have accidents, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, eventually, um, you're at some point you're, you're kind of with, especially with a, a single mom who's working two jobs, mm. like you, chores and household responsibility. Like that mm. shit starts, you know, like oh. you're you're on your own with laundry mm. and really? with these other things oh. and blah blah blah. So Gosh, yeah. wake up cold. Because yeah. you're in the middle of the night, Dude. you got to get the sheets off, and then you got to figure out a way to get. I'm not going to like find clean sheets and put them on a wet mattress. So you figure out a way to get warm for the rest of the night, and then you got the sheets to deal with. Eventually, yeah, I had to get a prescription. Mm. Uh huh. Um, so it was just like a um, weak bladder. Huh. A small, very small weak bladder. So okay, yeah. I mean, you I pee some some pelvic floor work all the time. All the time, man. That's rough. Yeah, it sounds like you had some challenges, some some stressors growing up that that were kind of tough. You know, I mean, geographics, and yeah, divorce, sure. And, you know, single parent, yeah, having, having to do your take care of your own, you know, laundry when you, yeah. When you well, it's like I would get a, a a list. We had we we had weekly chores that everybody. Uh-huh. new yeah but then i would get like uh the note a, a note scotch tape to the sink in the bathroom and it'd be like do extra? these yeah do these things before i get home why did you have extra because i was the oldest uh, oh. and and like if i and yeah. I, I i wanted to hang yeah basketball yeah uh all the way up to Weren't like we on a bet did, did we on guthrie's team in eighth grade I was on Guthrie's team a few Maybe. times. Mm, I don't know if you're on that eighth grade team. Poger was on it. Mm, I don't think Maybe so. Maybe a different team. Um, anyway, um, it's yeah. It sounds like you had to well, take, I, take I, a big. big I, I would have buddies, you know, who, wherever we're hanging. Yeah. And if if we were hanging at my house, mm-hmm. like you know, five fifteen, especially if they knew that my shit was not done, they're out. 
because they oh, don't want they didn't want your mom to come home rage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One time my mom came home, and I had like, I had like t- maybe ten of my buddies over there, um, just hanging, you know, just hanging out. Right. Maybe I don't think we were really up to anything. Right. You know, but we were just hanging out after school, and she came home. <laughs> she light you on fire. <laughs> she, I think she kind of chewed everybody out. Okay. She still brings it up every time. Every every now and then, yeah. I wasn't supposed to. I wasn't allowed to have friend friends over. Really, uh, that I remember, like, whatever. But I mean, I'm sure that she, you know, like, I'm responsible for the safety of all of these underage people. And we were up to no good, you know, most of the time. Right. Right. Whatever. You know, punk. So first guitar at 14. uh, Have you other bands that you've? No, you know, I really didn't. um, I didn't. Become able to play in bands until I was sober. I no successful band. I was never in like a successful okay. Kansas City band. Sure. No, I mean Saul Gold Easy was probably one of the most successful. Um, but a lot of the time, my life, I worked in. I was a cook. You yeah. Know, like you. Yeah. And you can't work at night, and it's really hard to find people that want to jam during the day and work at night. Or jam on Sundays and yeah. Um, <clears throat> plus, uh, my <clears throat> I don't know. Um, I, I found it hard to, like I said, do anything worth a shit with my addiction. Um, when I got sober, it was I got in some some casual, you know, basement bands and party bands. That's a, that's so, fun though, right? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was great. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I I've been um, had some some cool experiences, and I got to in this one group. I I was with. Uh, a group of, um, I think it was like a, a four piece, like power trio with a singer, you know, basically. Oh, nice. Um, and we wrote original songs and we played together for maybe two years. I tried to get on with the record bar, but they wouldn't give us a gig. So. Mm. But that was fun. Like writing songs. I think I was taking classical guitar at this time. So I would like, um, have these little, um, these little chords that I'd see in classical guitar. And I'd practice my classical guitar for a while, and then I'd start trying to make my own riffs, bring sure, riffs in. Sure, sure. Had this great drummer, man. He was he was a younger guy, um, and he he was a fantastic drummer. Um, and but he had this uh, he was he was mentally ill and uh, would not could not keep it together anyway so yeah been in a few bands that's been it's been fun now i'm like a basement jammer i have some friends over every every you know every once in a while and every two three weeks and uh lately we've been doing it and having a little bite to eat and then playing oh nice yeah it's been fun wholesome yeah sort of setting the table for that next day's mentality i mean sharing a meal is, uh, it, when we started sharing food, it really became a lot more of like a soul feeding deal, right? Like feeding my soul, yeah. Not only because before that it was like we'd come together on a Sunday and we'd play really hard for like an hour, and then everybody would split because everybody has shit to do, right? But when we get to eat, we get to talk and actually catch up, and it's it's really it's almost like be, hu- f- be humans together. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's where my, I mean, like the, people talk about love languages, and I feel like like music is like my love language and when i get to like improvise with friends and create music with friends it's like and what we're doing now yeah that's how one of the ways i really connect with people yeah music food um you know 
appreciation of movies. For sure. Yeah. Um, how are you consuming music these days? Are you a Spotify guy? What do you? What I are you... was a Spotify guy, but I I got pissed off at Rogan and uh, <laughs> I quit. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. What what um, what what specifically? Well, honestly, I I and um, you know there are those that would say I'm a, a sheep or whatever, but I heard that he was dropping in dropping in bombs on oh. 23 episodes or whatever. And I'm like, you're old enough. It's 22. It's 2022. Yeah, but this you're old enough to know better. From when, from when when were you not old enough to know that a white guy can't say shit like that? Well, he was. It's sort of like the same little. It's the lens, you know. He's he's not like pointing at free somebody. To, free speech. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I've heard it uh, from my perspective. Uh, <clears throat> whether you're, I don't know. I don't know. It's. For for me, that's not the only reason, you know. It's I've heard him talk about like, you know, I don't know if he's a libertarian or whatever. Sure. You know, yeah. like I I don't like his vibe. You know, I I actually I think he's hilarious. He's smart. He's funny. He's a counterculture guy. He loves music. He loves movies, martial arts. I love all that shit. But, um, <clears throat> I don't like his political views, and I don't like. <clears throat> the idea that he might be <clears throat> influencing people to um, that would um, take up arms against the government or drive around with um, <clears throat> skulls on their car carrying guns mm. and okay. uh, <clears throat> you know like that culture that far right culture yeah uh, um, I am like staunchly against that. Yeah. And, no, I I'm, and I'm I'm with you there. Um, I, I don't I don't the only thing I was going to say is I don't believe that he was ever like that guy right there is an N-bomb or No, the, no, no. The, yes. And I understand that. And I, and I and I think that I think it's more like I'm cool enough or I've I've been given the green light right. to Right. Who gave him the green light? Nobody. <laughs> nobody. I mean like Chris Rock said you have to have that permission from you're one friend, and if he gives you that permission, you're allowed to say it in your car when the radio's on. You know, like yeah. um, I don't know if that's. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know how it works, but I, I've gotten the impression that um, <clears throat> that that's not acceptable. And I feel like um, people who um, advocate for free speech by using dehumanizing language. Um, ought to rethink it hmm interesting um i i i rogan was uh part of my you know so I, I have like three or four or had three or four podcasts that i like the day they're dropping i'm i'm watching oh, okay yeah uh, until n now i don't have time because the backside of one episode is a, a time thief oh. Oh, so I'm, putting it together, yes, editing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but but Rogan was always kind of part of my fault. Like a couple weeks would go by. I mean, I mean, it was different when he was on YouTube because that's where I'm watching my other podcasts. Oh, so he's not on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, all of his stuff before the Spotify deal is mm -hmm. still there, mm -hmm. and he'll put up he'll put oh. up clips from an episode. Okay, but um, not paying him anymore or whatever. I don't. I don't have any idea. Mm -hmm. But the point is, uh, I I got to open Spotify now mm -hmm. and go to his thing and see. So, uh, 
up until like January, February, I'd be like, oh, I haven't checked in on Rogan for mm-hmm. a while. And then I'd go and look and be like, oh, I'm watching this. Like Oliver Stone is on again. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And there's a lot of good reasons to watch him. I but, and, like- and that this is, this is why I'm totally with you with everything you mm-hmm. said. I, I think that the platform that he has created to put super intelligent and different and interesting people mm-hmm. in the chair and learn from them, which mm-hmm. he does. And he very much admits like, I'm an idiot. I, I screw stuff up all the time, mm-hmm. but I have these conversations with people and it teaches me. And then I've seen him like countless times, you know, a topic will come up and he'll be like, I had, uh, Ian Gordy in my chair and he was telling me that the first upright and he, he, he like remembers Mm-hmm. So, so he, yeah. the conversations really are like making him know more things or be more mm-hmm. intelligent. Anyway, yeah. the point is, uh, so you were a Spotify guy, and now what? Now do you, I'm like, fuck that guy. No, nope. I mean, but how are you consuming music? <laughs> I went to Apple. Okay, okay. You know, and I was on Spotify for like ten years, uh-huh. and my shit was like that. I like Spotify. I do. So it it kind of hurt. I'm it sure. Kind of hurt. I'm sure. And I I kind of expressed my views on Facebook one day about the Rogan thing about how Spotify oh, you did? was. Yeah. Uh-oh. But I, I took it down right away because somebody like, you know, told me that I, you know, you're an idiot. I, I'm stupid for thinking. God, that. I hope it wasn't me. I think <laughs> I think that the I think I put a, I quoted a, um, an opinion piece that was from the, <clears throat> the New York Times, <clears throat> about it, and and, uh, and somebody was like. Did they, they call, did they trash they, the New York they Times? They said the New York Times oh, for, was fake or whatever. whatever you know. Are you still friends with that person? <clears throat> They're my, on my Facebook page. But we were I never mean. friends. That's, That's just the I mean. thing. We're not even friends. Yeah. You know, you, we jammed a couple times. Oh, it's a musician uh, that said yeah, that? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. It's a musician and like a you know, smart guy. Um, but, um, you know, it's a very... I love Apple. That's what I'm Yeah, just, you do? I, I mean, 60 bucks a year and I have I can get everything I, I love it but i i liked you know i had my my playlists and shit yeah. and, and my my station like apple is not getting to know me very quick and and you know like i have to i have to search for a tune you know yeah. like i can't just my my spotify I could like pick up and like you know i'll very quickly get to something that would get me through a drive without having to work for it, sure you know? but, sure uh, yeah I, I've, I've started on apple i have a a cool Stevie Wonder playlist that right I put on. together, and um, well, I tell you what, um, I, I, it's it's it, tough for me to say things that I've said on previous episodes because it just makes me feel dumb. Yeah, you, well, you want to keep it fresh, man. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, but there is a, a playlist on Spotify, uh-huh. uh, and the it is all of the walk in intermission and post second set sh- house music that fish plays hmm. at their shows oh. from Oh nine to current. Wow. That's cool. It is massive. There's Crazy. so much music on yeah. it. And yeah. so yeah. here's what yeah. I do. I just, that plays 24 seven in my kitchen. Oh, that playlist. Oh. And if I hear a song I like, yeah, Apple, I put it in. And then, and then when I'm driving around, I'm just on shuffle. Oh, and yeah. I'll just, I don't okay. feel like that. Okay. But I mean, I've already so added a hundred records. It, the playlist is on Spotify yep. or no? Yep. Okay. I'll send it to you. And then you put it on. Yeah, send it. Um, I don't pay for it. So it's on shuffle. But you can watch it on your computer, right? 
for free. Watch it. You can you can listen to this yeah. on on your computer on my free. phone. Oh, on your phone. Yeah. Huh. Okay. But it's on shuffle. You can't. There's some things you can do for free, and some that you have to subscribe for. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So I, I pay for, for Apple so Music, but the shuffle uh, mode of this playlist yes. is dumping. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, the for a music fan or a content, you know, for people who love the arts or. It's just so open right now. Yeah, I, I, and I, I want music musicians to get paid, but I, I do love being able to access all this music very quickly. It's, it's amazing, especially for somebody who's trying to learn stuff. And yeah, um, yeah, but um. So how did you? How did you? You and your wife meet? Uh, we met um, through mutual friends. Okay. Okay. And uh, she, you guys, are not exactly. Uh, identical in the music, music? taste. We have a lot in common. It's funny. Okay. Our first date, she's like, yeah, I, I love Alice in Chains and that 90s hard rock. And I was like, okay, okay. And then I found out that her real secret, her, not her secret, but like her biggest love is Yacht Rock and Steely Dan and Chris Cross. And, no, but we have a lot. No, I'm not into that stuff. But we have a lot of, we, we both love jazz and we both love like, I mean, she, she likes the R&B stuff that I like. Um, we really come together on jazz. Okay. Yeah, we really. Um, do. I want you to do me a favor if uh, you haven't already. I want you to listen to that Bob Weir album. Oh, the new one. The Cold Mount. Uh, I mentioned it when we. Text I'll, it to I'll me. send it to yeah. you. Uh, it's uh, not. It's just. It's fairly. It's a couple years old, mm. three or four years old, and it's there's. It's all original. Yeah. There's no dead. It's just Bob's. Did you own. Talk to anybody else that went to that show? I didn't even know it was, like. In fact, when you were like, "Are you?" What down? do you think's the stinkiest hippie show? Is it the Grateful Dead? Stinky, Is it the Bob Weir stinky show? in what way? Like the fans, like body odor, like, like the mixture of like weed and weed, patchouli, smoke, patchouli, body odor, dirty clothes, all put together in a whirling, a whirling thing. I think there's a lot of top contenders for that okay, title because okay. uh, you know you've been to all these these but I, I haven't I, I i've in the 90s you know yeah, 90s. Um, i'm not i don't think i'm really a hippie i think i have a lot of those things but i think um, you sometimes have to borrow a hippie's outfit to get through your day and then at the end of the day you're like jesus <laughs> gotta remember to bring my own shit next time yeah. um um Okay, I want to hear that album. I don't think. Well, I guess I was trying to say I don't think I got like the full. Um, I don't think that Bob Weir was at his best at any. He was messing with his guitar the whole time. Oh yeah, and um, like I found out that um, <clears throat> Jay Lane was on drums, who I guess played with Bob Weir for Bob Weir for a long time. But he's also played in a lot of Primus. Oh, stuff okay, and with Les Claypool, and he is a shredder. Of wow, drummer. Um, Bob, Bob, I don't look a lot, but I, I have in the last. I went and saw Dead and Company play back to back nights for mm. three years in a row in Boulder. Was that with John Mayer with them? Yeah. Was it awesome? It was very awesome. Yeah. Like very. He he and he's. I've he's seen. Legit. I've seen him on talk shows being talking about the. You know, you talk about high school for me, kind of just hoping to get through it and yeah. have that piece of paper and then uh, college is different and grad school. Like uh, he talks very in detail about his own self-education of the uh, deads archives. Oh, oh. 
and like he'll, uh, right now I'm in an Alabama getaway, seventy three. You know, <laughs> I mean, dedicated. Yeah, yeah he's um, he's he's a cool guy. But uh, but I I've him. I've seen Bob uh, post stuff on social media. I, you got to go. I know yeah, we're gonna I gotta get, go. I've, I've uh, um, pretty soon. Birkenstocks and and a lot of yoga and he, he seems oh, weird. Yeah, he yeah, seems seems really cool. So yeah. he's probably like, oh, fuck with my guitar. I don't give you know. I'm old and <laughs> I'm just trying to stay loose. Um, yeah, I guess he he's in a lot of pain and um, but I, I think he. Uh, well, I I we were supposed to get you out of here in an hour and yeah, it's creeping we, on we, too. It's been fun. I, yeah, know, I, I I like to chat with you. You're you're in. I never realized until I, I I looked up your podcast. You've really got kind of a golden voice, don't you? Uh, low. I don't know. I had a AC. I had a radio show for three years in college, oh, cool. and it was above the newspaper staff, which I was also on. Ah. Um, I was a writer for a while and then I was the arts and entertainment editor oh, for cool. a couple of years, but every once in a while the, some of my co colleagues would be down there working on the paper and have my show on. And a couple times people were like, you have that like token DJ voice. Yeah, and I was, voice. I was like, what? I feel like I sound really monotone mm. and boring. Oh, like me. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I, uh, uh, you should hear me read. Okay. Read a little something <laughs> for you real quick. Um, what do I have in here? I've been reading Russell Crowe's Ooh. recovery book. Whoa. Um, I love it. Um, let's see. What do I have that's not? I have some. I'm a terrible reader, but just to give you an idea of what monotone is. Um, according to the techniques of Tibetan Buddhism, the essence of the spiritual journey can be said to begin and end with the present moment. And, I, I i have i take zero issue with that and because, I, well i've come a long way okay, i've been reading okay. aloud every morning when i do my morning stuff i, re, I read aloud wow. so because it helps with like retention and i think it's helping a lot with like the ability to read in front of people because that's always sucked well listen um if you happened in your wandering ways through mm -hmm. the world to come across somebody uh -huh. that you think would be yeah like getting butts in that chair yeah and get not only get people to say yes but then uh -huh. to actually show yeah you know? oh yeah yeah i know some I, I know a guy who loves to talk about music okay and he's he was like he, he wanted to see this because he's think he wants to maybe do a podcast oh cool and he's very smart and i'll, I'll uh, he's a musician and and i know a, lot, a fair amount of musicians and um, I mean, I don't yeah. want you to like expend any energy on it, but if it happens to come up yeah. organically and you feel free to give my number, I, mean, I could send your link out to my buddies and say, Hey, he's looking for seat people to fill a seat. Yeah. And especially, you know, like I got nothing wrong, nothing wrong with white males, but oh, you, women would be good. Anybody that's doesn't look like us. I, I could um, tell Laura would do it. You know, she's all right. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll keep in keep an eye in and ear out and send some people your way i um, hope it i hope i i helped you out for sure um, man it was for sure fun. um and uh thank you i hope i didn't get you in trouble with whatever's on the calendar or wherever you have to be oh uh, i hope not too but i think it's not your fault either way oh, okay yeah, i mean i was i was enjoying myself i had a good time yeah, thank you, you for the you, time you know your shit i try yeah i fun, try fun chat thanks but, man <laughs> thank you